How y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of Not To Be A Bitch But. Hey little fishing rods. Hey little quiches and hey little bitch butt. And good morning Arnie. <laughs> we love you Arnie. Tattlers. Tattle life. Tattle life. life in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah when we say army this week we mean the gay brother army. Yeah. The exactly. biggest internet fan base. No, it's true. The Carlsberg family army, if you will. <laughs> the clocking in. <laughs> oh, can I just say, last week's episode brought me so much joy. Like, I really was taken back to a special time in my life. Me and Brooke were just reflecting, like, twenty fall 2019 was the golden age. No, it really was in more ways than one, but mostly we have to give credit where credit is due to Michael and his family. <laughs> to this dude named Michael, Michael used to ride motorcycles. I know he, you know the rest. I know, yeah, we don't have to say it. Um, <laughs> I know he ain't never rode a motorcycle. Um. Well, let's think. Has he ever been to, like, the Harley-Davidson? He probably posed on the Harley-Davidson. Unless Harley-Davidson himself sent him a personal invitation to, oh, well, I guess that Dizzy, oh, Dizzy Springs, you mean. Yeah, he went to um, Ford's Garage, too. That was, yeah. He, he's such a good. foodie. He's on the cutting edge of the Orlando food scene no, by going true. to a chain restaurant <laughs> that's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, his uh, his ability to go to like a, a ch- like he only goes to, supports chains and then he'll be like, it's really important to support the Orlando community. Oh my God. What did he say that about? I swear to God he said it about like Starbucks or no, something. No, truly. Uh, Brewster's ice cream. Yeah. Okay. Also, I should point out Michael K lives in my neighborhood so when he does anything local, it's always, like, right outside our neighborhood. It's like, damn, he he didn't go through any trouble. <laughs> like, he will only go to places that's, like, in a five-mile radius of our neighborhood to eat. And, like, he lives so close to downtown Winter Garden where it's all, like, locally owned businesses. And never once has he, like, made a video there. Yeah, and it's so cute. The little town. It's a nice street with bustling uh, he's, food and beverage options. He's he's Mr. Cap- that's Mr. Capitalism for you. Well, yeah. That's him. <laughs> that's him. In a nutshell. I think... Um, not to get ahead of ourselves, but I think we need to go drive by his house again to see if there's a woman's touch on the place oh. that we can see from outside. And, and listen, guys, I'm we're not stalking. Like, literally, I have to drive by his house to, like, get out of my neighborhood. Yeah, so. we would never dox him, but someone else did. So, so. what's a girl to do? Yeah. Um, okay, like, maybe if you wanted to be private, you wouldn't buy a house on a very busy intersection in a huge neighborhood that everybody has to drive past to exit the neighborhood. I don't know. Sometimes I don't think he thinks things through. (laughs) What? Mike? (laughs) No, it's like, it's the way that on that end of the neighborhood I have to drive by Michael K's house and then on the opposite end of the neighborhood I have to drive by another enemy of the podcast house it's so the amount I see are two 
mortal enemies of our podcast is so funny oh my god and they all live in that vicinity it's like a simulation yeah well wow speaking of which michael not thinking things through we're picking up this week part two with michael's move to florida everybody (gasps) (laughs) this is where things get interesting if you didn't notice, last week's episode was radiating positive vibes only because, like, we only talked about the times in which we felt a strong love and kinship for Michael. And now yeah. we get to, now is when things, shit really hits the fan, number one. Um, number two, are we become personally entangled with Michael's story in this episode, which is going to be very juicy. Yeah, there's a crack in the facade, if you will. Yes. And, wow. You really oh, get I- to, get, we got we get a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. For the first time. Let's just say that. And I think this is also, when he moves to Florida is when, like, the forum activity really starts to pick up, too. Yeah. Michael gets put on the map for the first time in 2019. And I think that this podcast was really what start, got the, the community talking, yeah. so to speak. It was instrumental, and I think anyone could agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and... July 2019, Michael drives to Florida with his brother David, who at this point, I don't think he's really started vlogging yet. Um, he just kind of nods in the background um, of yeah. Michael's videos and wears that jacket. You know the one. Michael will occasionally put a camera on him and ask for his opinion, and Dave will give a one-word answer. Or he'll say something like... Um, he'll use words to describe food that most people never would. Like, for example, he says that, um, chicken is smooth. And (laughs) so just like silly little things like that. But also their father is in tow as well in the backseat of the car. If I could go back and tell ourselves to cherish every moment that the father was on screen, I would. Um... Yes, father is, quote, helping them move to Florida. Um, Unfortunately, I don't know how much help um, a very geriatric man can be in these situations. Uh, So this is really, I think, Michael fending for himself for the first time ever, which is fascinating to watch. And I would like to point out that all of their relationships seem very good on screen. It seems like David and and his brother... I mean, I'm sorry, Michael and his brother Dave seem to be on good terms. Mm-hmm. And still, Michael, like, loves Dave. Like, it's it was really sweet watching back. Like, he has a lot of love for his brother. And Michael has a lot of love for his dad. And you can tell that he, Michael is cherishing the time that he has left with his dad. And it, it's sweet to see. Yeah. And he seemed very close with his sister, too. He seemed like he was closer to Michelle than Dave was at the time. Yes. Which I feel like it turns out to be the opposite later on. But Spoiler. when they were driving away. Well, who doesn't um, love Dave and Shelly time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shelly time. Dude, Shelly time. Shelly time. Period. Uh, dude, Period. Shelly time was such a little treat. 
I love that. When, when we're talking about the K family, like, Shelly is my bias. Oh, yeah. And her little American Girl doll hat uh, going on that cruise. Sweet little sister. She's so, she was so cute. She's quiet. No. She's, she's quiet. Um, and I, yeah, I rewatched the couple of vlogs from moving from DC to Florida and, um, the first thing they do on Disney property is go to the Polynesian and they just kind of sit in the lobby and Michael cannot stop saying how incredible it is that they're there. And he says to Dave, like, isn't this just like blowing your mind and all this stuff? And Dave's like, yep, yep, yep. And see, Dave has lived other places besides Maryland at this point. Michael has not. Yeah, Dave lived in, I think, San Francisco, didn't he, before he Yeah, moved? and maybe, like, Austin, Texas oh as well. Oh, my God, he never shuts the fuck up about Texas. So, yeah, he lives there again now. So oh, my ex <laughs> lives in Texas. <laughs> no one we know can actually say that. Um, and Michael says that moving to Florida is a, quote, jaw-dropping, inspiring feeling. He acts like he's on drugs when he yeah. does these videos. He just doesn't seem like he's on this earth. He and was off his meds. Yeah. He either was off or he was taking too much. We don't well, really know. It's I think he was trying to match the energy of, like, DCP girl vloggers who move yeah. here for the first time. And you have to think, like, this is his, like, going away to college, you know? But he's, like, 29 at this point. Yeah. And I don't know when um, his move happened, but Nate, a.k.a. paging Mr. Morrow, I don't remember shout out. when he... Yeah, shout out our king. Don't say anything bad about him. We, we do not support... Uh, Mr. Mario Slander on this podcast ever. No, absolutely not. Because I don't know when he dropped his video talking about his life story and how he started to love Disney, but um, that genuinely does tug at your heartstrings. And um, I think Michael kind of wanted that for himself, but he doesn't have the inspirational backstory. If you're familiar with Mr. Mario's backstory, Michael's is the polar opposite where um nate comes from nothing and views disney as like such a luxury whereas michael comes from luxury and then comes to disney to shit on (laughs) yeah and with mr morrow it's more of a healthy way of you know people say nowadays quote unquote nourishing your inner child yeah he never got to go as a kid and now he gets to live that out as an adult but for michael it's like he's running away from his problems that he hasn't fully confronted it seems yes and i completely understand that i can see that um, and there is an element of gratitude that is missing yes from michael's spirit yes and you're right. And that spirit bit us. Yes. Eventually. I will just say, as a former Disney cast member of seven years, I have seen so many dark-sided people 
move down to Orlando because they're running from something mm-hmm. and it always catches up with them and bites them in the butt. I've seen that play out so many times and Michael's no exception. Yeah. And um, I feel like there was a lot of that people moving other places, like someone we know moved to another country and it didn't turn out how she expected. Oh, I wasn't going there. I was going other places. Yeah, yeah. no, it's true. Yeah. I, I I personally have, you know, moved places and guess what? You come along with you. You know what I mean? Like the issues that you have in your life presently will still be there in the new location. And mm-hmm. in, in many ways, it's harder to work through them because you don't have the same resources that you had before. No, and also, I just want to say, as somebody, like, I moved to California when I was 19, and that was very difficult. I did it by myself, but, like, it was only for six months because it was the college program, but, like, wow, that was really, really hard. So I'm not, like, shitting on Michael or anything because, like, yeah, it's going to be hard no matter, like, when or how you do it. Um, But some people overcome the adversity and others don't. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, I think Michael did not go to college, so he didn't have that no. experience. Um, Which he, we'll talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> he had dreams of being in the Navy. Uh, Rihanna's he, Navy. <laughs> he, he wanted to be a boat captain. Yeah, he was uh, famously... J-R-O-T-C, which I'm still not quite sure what that is. Oh, my mom My mom did it in high school. It's, like, just a thing that you do um, where I think you well, – well, gosh, now I sound dumb. But basically it's, like – it's kind of like a magnet program at your school where you, you know, do you learn drills – and things to kind of prepare you for being in the military. Yeah. But it's not like you don't have to join the military after or anything like that. Okay. It's kind of like it's kind of like Cadet Kelly vibes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and. Oh, yeah. Michael says it will take me years to even scratch the surface, referring to things to do in the Orlando area. And then we soon find he gets through it in about <laughs> three months. Well, yeah. If all you're interested in doing is going to chain restaurants <laughs> and various tourist attractions uh, <laughs> that are lo- little to no cost. Yeah. His unwillingness to pay for things was fascinating no it's true also his he moves down to orlando for disney Mm -hmm. and has this like animosity for other brands that aren't disney which Mm -hmm. is very fascinating like he refuses to like go to universal with dave there for a while and then like was super like not wanting to like universal when he finally went did he ever go to SeaWorld? Um, oh gosh. Well, now I feel humiliated. I should know that. I don't, but, but I don't really, I don't recall him ever going to SeaWorld. If he did, it wasn't like an in-depth video where he did a lot of things. It's, it's not like, notable. I feel like I kind of remember him going on the roller coasters there, okay. but that oh, could have just yeah. been Dave. If he did, I, it's hard to remember. Well, let me, but, 
gosh, like I have a phone. I'll look it up. Let's but, see. But besides, that's besides the point. Like <laughs> he came down to Orlando to film content, but he did not do what like Orlando content creators do, where like like the trackers and um, dare I say it, Kyle Paolo, mm-hmm. like they all do every single thing there is to do in Orlando, and they show it because that's what you mm-hmm. got to do to he keep your go. their channel. Oh, he did go to SeaWorld. My apologies to Michael <laughs> K. Um, gotta give credit where credit's oh, due. God. He went to SeaWorld. Um, <laughs> wow, you're gonna you're gonna support somebody who captures orcas? Okay, Michael. <laughs> Girl, I love SeaWorld. But yeah, we got in trouble with SeaWorld. Remember? Oh, that was iconic. Okay, the hill I'll die on is I love SeaWorld because they are the only facility that has the equipment to rescue manatees in the state of Florida and. All of the fun to get funding for manatee rescue is extremely difficult. Sea World has a giant corporation backing them, so they need to stay in business so that our beautiful Florida manatees can stay protected. And Aww. that's my PSA. Thanks for letting us. Yeah, know that. I didn't know that. That's really sweet. I know. I it's really really difficult to rehab manatees. It's ex- extremely expensive, and it's such a luxury that we have two manatees we can go visit at Epcot. Um, so. Yeah, I love I love manatees, girl. Oh, let's go see those bitches sometime. I know I miss I'm, them. We have to. I'm really sad that this was such a warm winter because mm-hmm. I never got the opportunity to go see manatees like at the springs and stuff. But next winter we're going. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The feeling of seeing a man. This is. I'm taking such a departure. I'm sorry, but the feeling <laughs> of seeing a manatee in the wild is like the most beautiful thing ever. Ugh. I hope everybody gets a chance. And that's why SeaWorld has to stay in business so our kids can see manatees in the wild. Yeah, so thank you, Michael, for... (laughs) Yeah, he was... Oh, he was out there supporting the manatees. Anyway, so... (sighs) Okay, wait. Okay, sorry for my tangent about manatees. Back on track. No, I like that. That's good to know. Thank you. Um, I'm using my platform. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, at this time, um, after moving to Florida, Dave really starts to piggyback his channel off of Michael's. Um, So basically, he follows Michael wherever he goes and makes a much worse version of whatever Michael's making. Um, (laughs) And he, you know, his channel intro, how it's like the castle and fireworks and like clips of him meeting characters and like he clearly doesn't really like disney so i think that's funny that he pretends that he's like a disney channel um and he makes really amazing music videos starring michael and tits mcgee (laughs) yeah and um let's not forget about havoc havoc carlsberg is someone's username on the message board oh i'm gonna and <gasps> Havoc is, yeah, a superhero character Dave made up that um, curiously mimics someone from the disabled community. Oh. And so and walks with a limp. Yeah. I think if he had anybody else's feedback on this video that was of sane body and mind, they would say, hey, maybe don't talk yeah. like you're disabled or have a speech impediment and maybe don't walk around with a limp like 
But maybe that's not, like, the best thing to do. Well, I guess Michael gave him the go-ahead, so he did it. And the mom gave him the go-ahead, so he did it. Oh, my God. Wait, do you remember Dave and Michael singing a duet of um, Whole New World on Twitch? Oh, I remember. Oh, my God. I'm Twitch era. Oh, oh my, my God. Dude, the professional gamers were shaking in their boots when Dave launched his Twitch channel. Because how could you compete with what great content he was putting out? Oh my god, I miss, like, the karaoke era. We're getting ahead of ourselves because there's important 2019 happenings that we have to speak on. But, like, the content that came out in the COVID era was so (laughs) deranged and it really kept us going because we never knew what was going to come next? And I just remember havoc happened during a dark <laughs> time in my life. And it made it so much worse. Havoc, like, oh, I have... It, it, <laughs> you should tell Dave, I was having a really dark time in my life and you made it so much worse. <laughs> if he hears this, I want him to know that. It's true. Oh, my God. Oh my havoc, God. spirit bit me big <laughs> spirit bit me and the worst part is my older sister shout out to maddie love you girl she was obsessed with havoc and she made she made us this was like during the time where i was like spending a lot of time at my parents house oh during God. the lockdown she maddie made us watch havoc like all the time and it I oh I hated it. I it makes my skin crawl. <laughs> well, Dave had to come up with something real quick because if I'm sure all of you know listening, Dave has aspirations of being an actor slash model. So he had to get and some B real footage. Yeah, it's it's very obvious by looking at him that that is what he should be aspiring to. Yeah. Exactly. Also, I believe Dave Works of marketing, right? Um, no one really knows. Um, uh, when he was on again, getting ahead of ourselves, but on that Jay Leno game show, he acted like he managed a warehouse and Amazon Girl, warehouse. What? Okay, so this is like Mister Odd Job over here. He's like Trish from Austin Alley. He's Always- like me. <laughs> Having 5,000 jobs yeah. and, like, no one really knows what I'm doing at any yeah. given moment. I know at one point he said he, he does consulting, which is, like, what you say when you, like... Have an OnlyFans or something? Yeah. Like oh, consulting, that's accounting. No, <laughs> consulting is what you say when you, like, you don't do anything, you know? You just yeah. have, like, a corporate job that, like, who knows what you do, you know? Yeah. Like, consulting is fake. Um, but anyway, my point is, I think he has a mar- somewhat of a marketing background, and that is astonishing that he has no brand direction whatsoever. He has no idea how to market himself, and yet he, like, comes from that background. It's so fascinating to me. Like, he- his branding is, like, theme park, comedy sketch it. Like, I don't even know. I can't name it because it's, like, so unclear. Yeah, because he clearly doesn't have any interest in, like, the theme parks or anything, but he wants Michael's audience, so he had to do that, but his Oof. real passion is acting. And yeah, and I'm shocked that in COVID, like, the talent scouts didn't just snatch him up after he dropped Havoc. I'm sure Kevin Feige... Had he seen it, would have snatched him right up. 
Yeah, everyone's saying it. A very and you know that I, I should have made I should have made the introduction. I messed up. Yeah, <laughs> my dear friend. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> should we talk about when we met Michael? I feel well, like yes. this is a good place okay. in the timeline. Unless you have something else. No, I I'm ready to I'm ready to speak my truth. I think okay. the listeners are going to be really excited to hear this. And I have recounted all of these interactions on previous. Um, episodes of this podcast so if you want to go back and search I'm sure Michael is mentioned in the description um, or maybe not because I was working for Disney so I couldn't but I, I have like full story times about like all of these interactions yeah, but if you want to search through you would have to search for either like Michael K with an asterisk for the I and the A or um, a certain vlogger. You know what? Listeners <laughs> of this podcast, fret not. I will do the work for you and I will tweet out the episodes that you need to listen to for like essential K brother listening. I got you. Lovely. Yeah. Um, I like to treat our little bitch butts, you know? Yeah, okay. They deserve it. So I have the historic dates marked out. It was spring 2019 when I first met Michael K and I collected my waves of Disney button. You're so fucking lucky that no. you have one of those buttons. I tried to look on eBay for one, but nothing. I I still have it in my possession. It's in like storage, but every time I like, you know, do a closet clean out and mm-hmm. find it, oh man, I am taken back. It is one of my prized possessions. And not only do I have one, I have two. Because once... Okay, so let me tell the story. Okay, so <laughs> picture the scene. I'm a young girl working at Magic Kingdom Guest Relations. And I'm not going to lie. Every day when I went to work, I was looking gorgeous. Like, I did full hair, full yeah, makeup, we heels. We all saw it. We all saw it. Every day. I was, I was a cute girl. And so, I mean, I still am. But, like, I don't dress up like I used to. So anyway, I was a very big fan of Michael at this point in time, and I was working in City Hall uh, one morning, which I rarely do, so it was very special, like fate fate really pulled through for this one, mm-hmm. and I um, was working this very special position where I basically guard the ramp going up to City Hall, and I, I just, I am just there to talk and be a face and like interact with people essentially. And I'm holding an iPad, mm-hmm. so I was, I was like standing on this ramp, and I see Michael. He had just met Snow White, and he's Jules. coming down the ramp. So he's like walking straight towards me. It was like in slow motion out of a movie and I was a ready girl so I like hold my iPad up and I say well hello Michael I should have gone back and listened because you know I don't have it fresh in my memory but I remember I was like ready and I greeted him and I was like well hello Michael and he was like taken aback you know because he wasn't that famous at this point and he was like, oh, like, you watched my video? And I was like, yes, like, I'm such a big fan. Like, me and my sister watch your videos together every day. And I basically just, like, told him what a big fan of his I was. And then, oh, my God, you guys, the conversation was flirtatious. There, like, no, like, like, sparks were flying. You know when you just have, like, really good chemistry with somebody? And it's like that quick banter back and forth. Like, that's what it was. I'll never forget it. Um, and like, 
that, you know, it happens. I mean, back in those days, it happened like it wasn't that um, unusual for that to happen. But I just it really sticks out in my memory. So me and Michael are just like quick bantering back and forth mm. for like a while. And the conversation, oh yeah, the conversation <laughs> turns to cruises. I think I made some comment mm-hmm. about like a cruise that he had been on. Or I think maybe I told him I discovered his videos because I went on like that Wonder Cruise. Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about cruising. And Michael always does this. He thinks that he is like the expert on cruising. Mm-hmm. And I humbled him pretty bad because he starts like talking about you know, like, cruising and telling me stuff. And then he's like, oh, well, how many cruises have you been on? Oh. <laughs> and I think at that point I'd been on, like, 15. Um, I was, I mean, I was definitely platinum. So I was like, oh, like, I don't know, like, 15 or whatever. And then he was like, oh. Like, he was, he was gooped. He was oh. gagged. He yeah. was turned on. Let's see Yeah, that. yeah. So, yeah, I think he was kind of shaking at that point. <laughs> Yeah, I bet he was. Oh, Talking man. to a lovely young lady like yourself. No, it's true. So I just remember he really put on the charm and he was like, oh, well, you have to give this to your sister. And he pulls out not one, but two waves of Disney buttons Shut for me and Libby. Yeah, and I still up. have them to this day. That's it like- was incre- incredible. It was like literally... It was a meet cute out of a book. It's true. Oh my god, that's like those people on from TikTok on the street that like get people sob stories and give them like a thousand dollars. Like Michael was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make this girl's life." And yeah, pulled those buttons out, and, and he did. He did. He did. And I this detail can't go unnoticed. He then followed me on. Instagram. Yeah. At this point in time, he followed me on Instagram. So I was like, oh, it's over. I got him right where I want him. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's over. Like, I'm DM, he's going to DM me. It's, it's happening. It's all happening. Because that's, that's the modern love story. Like, if you meet a girl, you follow her on Instagram and you message her. And that's what happened. But the DM never came, girl. The DM that he never DM'd me. And then, like, I never... I have pride. So I'm not going to DM him. Also, I'm, like, not interested. But I want... I'm sorry. I wanted it for the plot. Shoot me. You know? Like, you wouldn't... Like, if Michael came flirting with you, you wouldn't entertain it? You would. Like, come on. Yeah. So, the DM never came is the thing. And I'm not desperate. So I didn't message him. And then he, like, unfollowed me. I don't know when he... I don't know at what point he unfollowed me. He was following me for a while. Um, he probably saw me post something that he didn't agree with and unfollowed me or something. But Or he probably figured out pretty quickly that I'm not a uh, Republican. So, yeah. I don't know. See, I don't know what sparked him to not be interested. But he clearly didn't like what he saw, so... Yeah, it didn't go. Our relationship didn't really blossom after that, but that's okay. It's still a gorgeous story. Yeah, Doctor Princess is gonna hear this and she's gonna track you down. Oh, I better be honestly. I'm kind of scared. I don't listen, Doctor Princess. I don't want any. I don't want any. Um, 
I, he's yours. You know, let me just say that. He's yours. Um, I've accepted that the ship has sailed for me, and you could have her, girl. Don't worry about me. Oh, my. That is so amazing and mature of you yeah, to I'm, say that. You're such a girl's yeah, girl. Yeah, sisters before misters, you know? Yeah, let's say I that. I would never. <laughs> I would never get with a married man, but Michael's mom sure would. <laughs> yeah it let's say that i think um the meet cute that people deduced was that she was his student because he was like a psychology professor at some university and she was the student yes right yes (laughs) girl okay like i to any other young li- woman listening out there, it's never worth it. It's never getting with an old man. I don't see the desire in it at all, other than like I guess money. Like I could never be wooed by an old man, and they've tried. Believe me, they've tried. And like mm. old men are so repulsive and scary to me. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is about me personally, but like old men do really love me. And I've been in a couple of sticky situations. Um, but it's not fun. It's like, oh, I hate I hate it. I hate when, it's, like, it's to the point now where, like, in job interviews, I'm starting to say, like, making sure that I don't have to report to anybody that's male and over a certain age. Because it's, like, it's scary and gross. Oh, my God. I wonder... You just have like the pheromones. I think it's your the, cute little girl. I think it's like the cute girl face. Like I'm not. I'm like I never get described as pretty or hot. I'm always described as cute. Whoa. And so there's something like I think it's because I have like a very round face and like big cheeks. Like there's something that ignites something in old men that make me irresistible to them but like it, it there's definitely like a line because like 30s 40s no it has to be like old how interesting maybe my mom could help you unpack that maybe so maybe <laughs> so luckily i've never been desperate enough in my life to want to pursue a relationship with somebody who's 30 years my senior but um if i ever do i'll let you guys know yeah, you can, you know who to ask for advice on that. Yeah, because it ended up really great, yeah. as we can see. And, and not to address the title life, um, people, but when we said that she was young, we meant like relatively young compared to her husband. You yeah. know, yeah. There's a clear difference there by looking at them because some couples can be like ten years apart, and it's not that apparent. No, but. You can see what the age difference no, there is are, with these two. There are a couple where you look at them and you're you want to ask questions. You're like, "What's going on there?" You know? Yeah. But I'm glad they got together because we wouldn't be sitting here uh, today making this. They <laughs> they did what they needed to do. Yeah. Fate. Um, anyways, wow! I love beautiful getting off my- love. Story. Thank you, thank you, and that's just the first of. Many occurrences in 2018. Well, should I? Should we? Well, you have to talk about your story next. Okay. Um, mine was in late August 
2019. This was probably the peak of my and my family's obsession with Michael. We watched his videos every single day. And my, I don't think my dad was there for some reason, but my mom and I went to the first night of the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot that year. And it also just so happened to be the opening day of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood Studios. And I said to my mom, I feel like we're going to see Michael and Dave because they're probably going to go to the opening of Galaxy's Edge in the morning and then they're going to end the day with the first day of the Food and Wine Festival. Because back then they wouldn't miss anything like that. And And I missed that. Like the whole night, I just thought... Like, I think, I think tonight's the night. And, um, as my mom and I were making our way out of the park, it was very close to park closing. I felt so sad because I thought, wow, I really thought we were going to see them. And then God's timing is always right Mm because we're passing the line for Spaceship Earth, which like no one was in. And I fucking see Michael and Dave running up through, like, the empty line to get on Spaceship Earth. And it was like seeing a celebrity. And I still have my Snapchat video from when that happened. It's really funny. So I'm going to put the audio. Guys. Guys. You're getting on Oh, I missed that when I, I I was on the other side of the, the line getting yeah. all the updates and like wait like waiting for you to ride Spaceship Earth knowing that like they would be at the, the end is like or did you ride or you just waited at the exit? No, we rode it. So um yes. Does this sound like the behavior of someone who's crazy? Yeah. And you know what? And we are we're Michael K. Army girl. Yeah. We're, and, sa- we're Michael Say songs. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, no, we can't go wait at the exit where they have, you know, the bubbles of the pictures of everyone that goes onto the map. Um, we can't just like wait there. That's going to be too weird. And since there is literally nobody in line, we're like, let's just run on and then we'll just be a couple cars behind them and then we'll get off at the same time and it'll look organic. So we're uh, going Mine this- is a faster <laughs> The way both of us have like such a like natural interactions with him. Like yeah. they were not forced. Like that's years of standing boy bands for you. No, it's true because we prepared ourselves for moments like this. How to properly like wait? You gotta wait for the right moment, and that was the right moment. So, yeah, yeah. My mom and I go on Spaceship Earth, and the whole ride, I'm just like shaking and thinking about, oh my god, what are we gonna say when we see them? Getting and, nice and easy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, at the dispatch or not dispatch um oh god i forget the word but disembark disembarkation no, right? embarkation area oh, like I get it. where you off. get off the oh. ride yes um, disembark so 
we're like pulling into the station and Michael and Dave are a couple cars ahead and they're getting off. And I know I made eye contact with Michael and I know there was a twinkle in my eye. And I was, I stood up before the door even opened on the car. I was standing up because I was like, I got to get out of here in case they just book it because the fireworks were going Oh my God. Yeah. And so I thought they were going to book it outside. And so I like sprint out of the ride and Michael and Dave are standing there right at the end and Michael's trying to take a picture of him and Dave on like the map you know with everyone's pictures on it there's probably like paparazzi around trying to get oh my god and I'll say I looked darling that night I was wearing a really cute white floral little dress and um I'll say it, I probably did not look like their typical fan. <laughs> so what do you mean by that? Um, I'm not a cougar from the Midwestern United States. You're not in an ECV. I'm, I'm not in an ECV. I'm not a villain's fan. You are not wearing an Etsy shop t-shirt. Yeah, I'm not wearing like uh, you MAGA have, hat. You don't have a real woman vote for Trump and go to Disney shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I... Well, yes, I look a little different than the average viewer. She looks hot, is and what she's trying to say. So, I, you know, approached Michael, and he's, like, taking a photo of the screen, and I was like, hi, Michael. And he's like, hey, and he... Kind of just darts his eyes at me because he's trying to focus on taking a photo. Well, yes. Why would you thing. interrupt his master? And I thought, oh no, how rude of me! And I was, oh, I said like, "Hi, Michael. Hi, Dave." Because I was a big fan of both, and well, I wanted to make that really clear. Well, yes. And I bet Dave really appreciated that. Um. Yeah. He. He looked like he appreciated it. Let's see. <laughs> I remember they were both smiling very graciously and. I wanted to just talk, but my mom butted in, and uh, she's "Mom, you're embarrassing me." He should have been like, "Mom, shut up." No, it was so good. It was oh my god. Oh, it's it was, giving. Like, it's giving cool. Regina George's mom. And um, so yeah, we just told them how much we loved watching them every day, and we're so glad they moved to Florida because this is like a month and a half after they moved to Florida. Um. And I think there was a hurricane coming, and we asked oh. them if they were scared about the hurricane. Oh, yes. her That was Hurricane Dorian, I believe, if yeah. I remember correctly. We have a meteorological historian over here. I remember. And um, I think I told them they should, like, go stay in a Disney hotel and, like, really log it. Good advice. But I don't think they took it. Well, um, they'd have to pay money for that. Yeah, exactly. They wanted us to probably give them the DVC points <laughs> for it. But, yeah, I asked for a photo with them. And I still have it, of course. And it's honestly gorgeous. Um, I'm standing in between the two of them. And they are both giving a thumbs up. And when I asked for a photo... I, you know, was just going to pose for a quick photo, but they're like, oh, okay. And Michael, he takes off like <gasps> 10 different <sighs> pieces of equipment and bags just to take a photo with wow. little old me. He's such a gentleman. Yeah. And 
It just, there's nothing better. So honestly, it was such a great experience and both of them were super nice, but I mean, you kind of have to be, but yeah, no complaints. Oh yeah. And then my parents met Michael again, a couple days later in line for Starbucks, the Fountain View Starbucks, rest in peace. Um, Gone, but not forgotten. Yeah. I miss it. So yeah. I hope everyone really enjoyed that because I did. I have I have goosebumps, honestly. Because now, if you met him, it would not it, go first like of that. all is would be much much harder. And number two, he would probably be like, "No pictures, please." Oh my god! And so yeah. Okay. Really grateful. <laughs> okay, so um, I was gonna say I remember being taken aback by how tall Michael was when I met him. Yeah. I, I have to give credit where credit is due. I was really shocked to learn that he, like, I was really looking up at him. Um, the, the height difference between me and Michael would be the same height difference as me and Nam June. I think everyone in the message board pointed that out. Oh, oh my God, really? Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Um, I also remember being taken aback by how many objects were hanging off of him. Like, yes, I was yes. like, okay, Mount Everest Sherpa. I forgot he used to have that. What are those clips called? The kind of carabiners. Like for, thank you. Yes, yes made, made popular by lesbians. Oh. Um, and Michael K oh. supports carabiners. Michael loves lesbians. Yes, Let's put that. Yes, shout out to lesbians and Michael K for keeping the carabiner industry in business during hard times like COVID. Yeah, and he would put his like shopping bags on him. He'd be like, well, yes, well, yes. No, he had at least ten items hanging off of him at all times, at any given moment. And I'm like, I, how do you need that much equipment? I feel like a lot of it related to his vlogging equipment. Well, too. Poor, okay. I'm sorry, poor Michael. How? I understand why he had a physical decline when he moved to Florida because, well, damn, you have cargo pants on. Those are not light. Mm -hmm. You have a skin-tight t-shirt on that is not breathable fabric. You have a, um, with, like, vinyl print, you know, that's trapping all in all the heat. Then you have a 20-pound backpack at least. 20 to 40 pound backpack with multiple like so much electronic equipment and then there's so much in the pack that he had to have like stuff hanging off of it and then you gotta have at least like a hundred gift cards in there from your fans Mm -hmm. to buy your slushies and then you're eating on top of that so like can you I just can't imagine walking through a 90 degree theme park with all of that stuff, like that's exhausting. Meat sweats to boot because he's no, always eating those he, burgers. He did not understand how to survive, and he did not adapt to the climate when he moved to Florida, and it really took a toll on his health. Um, because like you gotta wear when you move to Florida, you have to figure out how to protect yourself from the sun to beat the heat. Like mm-hmm. we are seasoned Floridians, like we know, but he did, he learned he found out the hard way. Yeah. So, the elements did take a toll on him. It really did. And, like, his... So, once he moved to Florida, like, it just became apparent that his health was declining. And it was kind of scary to see. He had a boil on his... Or a cyst on his forehead. I am no dermatologist, so I won't diagnose it. But it was growing at a rapid rate. 
And it was very mm-hmm. concerning, and it was very visible on his forehead. The texture of his skin began to change, and he got very, like, leathery. So clearly he wasn't doing any kind of skin care or, you know, taking the necessary measures that you need to do when you're in the sun all the time. His hair started to gray, and it changed very texture. Rapidly, yeah. Yes, and as a curly-headed warrior myself, um, you really have to invest in good hair products that are going to keep hold in the moisture of your hair because the if not the humidity will suck it out and like you'll get really frizzy um he clearly didn't um know that so his hair got like very unruly oh man it was it was kind of scary to see this young boy that we knew and loved turn into a shell of himself on camera yeah and just like his face he looked like at least 20 years older than and he actually is. Again, he was in his 20s yeah. for a lot of the beginning I remember, era of living here. I remember finding out he was born in 1990 and being shocked. Mm-hmm. Shocked. Because he, yeah, he was still in his 20s. Right? Mm-hmm. When he moved to Florida? Yeah. Yeah, because he turned 30 in 2020. Wow. Yeah. Um. Now, as I am approaching that age, um, yeah, I don't look like that. I mean, I'm 27, for those listening who aren't familiar with me. Um, and I I am proud of the fact that my skin looks a lot better than his skin looked at that age. Yeah, this summer, um, this July, I'll be the same age that Michael was <gasps> when he moved here. That's scary so, to think about. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have a lot more... That's that's pretty, that's like a good perspective to put yourself in. You have way more life experience uh, under your belt than he did at twenty nine. So no, it's true. Um, like you could you could move to a new city by yourself and be totally fine and like be able to take care of yourself. And I don't think he could say the same. Yeah. No. I when I have to you know put my big girl panties on and deal with it, I do. Yes. It's You're true. Much more mature than he was at that age. <laughs> oh, Girl. man. Man, oh, man. Um, I don't know if you have any other, like, events that occurred. Well, yes. The- <laughs> I do. So, the fall of 2019 was a very, very busy season for me because yeah. as a guest relations cast member, the opportunity to run into Michael presented itself all the time. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, Okay, so, and the so that that not so scary season, which would have started right after Brooke met Michael and Dave, um, that was the only time, to my knowledge, that they have done what was called the party pass. And if you remember, it was a pass that you could buy, basically the same model as the HHN frequent fear pass. So I think they were trying to kind of like come for Universal's bag with that, and it was a. It was, like, really cheap, and you could go to all of the um, Halloween parties. And it, like, backfired Mm. really bad, so they never did it again. But, yes, so Michael and Dave buy the party pass, um, and I was a closer and worked, like, every Halloween party because, like, it's Halloween parties are, like, a big responsibility. uh, Or a lot of the responsibilities fall on guest relations. Mm. So... For whatever reason, like, since that pass had never happened before, there was a lot of trouble with those tickets that would cause them to have to go to guest relations to work them out. 
So I was seeing Michael and Dave like constantly at You're work. So like lucky. I remember, oh my god, I remember I would go to work and like text you and be like, "All right, I'm like in position, ready to see Michael and Dave." Mm-hmm. And like like clockwork, they would show up for the party. They would they would show up for the party like at the same time every night. So I would know like to look for them, and I would I would say hi. But the first Halloween party. Oh my god! It again. This is so. This was this. This is this. This would have been the second time I ever met Michael and Dave. I'm standing in like a greeter position again, and what do I see? But a dashing Prince Charming coming oh up to me with a glass slipper in his hand. It was like American I, girl doll size glass. Slipper. Oh yeah! It was like out of a movie, <laughs> and I'm like Michael. I'm your Cinderella. I'm right here. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. I kept it extremely professional as always. Yeah. But like again, um, he was like spazzing out, of course, because his new ticket didn't work. And I got to talk him down from a cliff and be like, oh, it's not your fault. Like all the tickets are broken. It's like this brand new thing. And he was very understanding of that. Shout out to Michael. Mm-hmm. Um Today, present day Michael K, I don't think we can say the same. Oh, but yeah, he was, not. and Dave was there too. And he, I guess that was the first time I ever met Dave um, in his uh, Captain Hook outfit. And girl, I was pissed because he was filming and then he like stopped filming to talk to me and then brought back up the camera. And he went to my friend Shelby to like fix his ticket. And like Shelby's like sweet girl. Um, so he, um, like in his video, like thanked Shelby, but he didn't thank me. Oh my god! Yeah, if that we was had footage of one of them <sighs> thanking you. That was a really big blow to my ego, to be honest. Um, That's sick. Yeah, and he didn't remember me. I don't think. Well, he maybe he did. I don't know. I don't think he, he remembered was trying me. To, he was trying to play it cool. <laughs> That's <laughs> like a Dave impression. Yeah. So that was the first time I met. Him. That was the first costume I met him in. And then the second costume I met him in was the most iconic. So, oh my god, oh, I'm, I'm, getting, just, I'm getting goosebumps. I'm oh getting goosebumps. Okay, I so, got goosebumps. Okay. A Michael quote. <laughs> Again, it was late one evening. I was. It was like a really crazy party. I think a lot of like bad stuff happened that night. So, and they were like, we were like really short staff. And girl, I never offered to extend, but it was like one a.m. and like we still had a line. So mm-hmm. I was like. Oh, I'll ex- I was, like, so gracious and offered to extend in City Hall. and never worked in City Hall. Mm-hmm. So I'm over there helping out. And out of the corner of my eye, I see Mr. Incredible in line. And I knew he was in the park, too. So I was, like, mm-hmm. waiting for it. But I, I thought my opportunity had passed. It's 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. But as fate would have it, I see in the corner of my eye, Mr. Incredible in line for City Hall. So I was like, oh, I- I'm fielding this one. Um, so I literally, like, pretended to be busy so that, like, right when Michael was next in line, I could call him over. <laughs> like, so I'm, like, shuffling paper. I didn't have to do a lot. I was, like, shuffling papers and, like, let my coworkers take the next guest. And then when Michael was first in line, I was, like, right over here. And then I, like, act surprised to see him. And I'm, like, oh, Michael, like, whatever. And he, like, knew who I, he knew who I was because, like, I had been helping him all season. Mm-hmm. And so he was with like a group of other vloggers, which is rare. Like he did you recognize any of them? I no, they were like old. Mm. I, I, yeah, I, there weren't anybody 
I, I can't, I couldn't tell you, mm. but, um, I was like, so Michael was basically like, um, like, I think he like introduced me to whoever he was with. Yeah. And then in line, he was like, that's the girl that I talked to. <laughs> my about. girl. That's my yeah. girl. So I was like, hi, Michael. And like, Michael was like, his like, he was like, his chest is like all puffed out. Like, you know, he was like, oh yeah, this is whatever, like, she's helped me before, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, well, so we're, like, talking, whatever, I, I could not tell you what his issue was, it was something dumb, like, an issue, I don't, I really can't remember, but all I remember is I made some comment about his costume, and it was, like, a hundred degrees out, so I was, like, wow, this has been really hot, and he goes, oh, no, it's so breathable. It's so breathable. Feel it. It's so breathable. Feel it. And he put out his arm and, like, kept saying, feel it, feel it. So I had to touch his sweaty, sweaty You're arm. Sweaty. And, like, he made me, like, squeeze his arm. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I felt Michael's forearm. And I just, I can't remember. I think I blacked out after that because I was like, this is so weird. And then I like ran back. I kept the text though um, from when I texted you guys. Let me find it. Oh, that's, that's such a fun memory. I also want to add um, when you were talking about the forehead boil earlier, um, there is someone in the message board his name's Claude or Claude however you want to pronounce it and he's like the head honcho of the group it looks like and he has a burner account slash alias on YouTube that he uses to comment on Michael's videos called forehead bump so (laughs) it's pretty good oh my god I'm so sorry to say I can't find um the text thread I had it saved, but... Oh, well. Yeah, we'll find it. Yeah, I'll read it in the future. Beautiful memory. I did find a screenshot of when I commented on his Instagram and said, Michael, who is your favorite Muppet? I need to know. And then he responded, probably Fozzie. Oh, my God. For those of you who don't know, Fozzie is famously the name of Katie's dog. So... (laughs) yeah yeah there's so many invisible strings between you and michael it's crazy no i have goosebumps okay speaking of invisible string i think are we ready to talk about it oh yeah okay so if you are a woman between the age of 22 to 30 in the central florida area in the year 2019, mm-hmm. and you ever downloaded a dating app, I can almost guarantee that you came in contact with Michael or Dave K. A hundred thousand percent. I don't, this is, was this spoken about on the forum ever? Um, yes. Okay. I think it definitely has been. So, Michael and Dave were, in this time when they first moved to Florida, were extremely active on every dating app. Um, I, I can't. I know that Michael was on Hinge, Bumble, and Tinder because I personally witnessed it. Um, and then Dave, I think Dave was way more active than Michael. Like, 
any time I ever went on a dating app in the year 2019, like, Dave would always come up first for me. Yeah, he was big with, on, like, Bumble. I think I matched yeah. him on Bumble. So, for, like, scientific purposes, of course, I swiped right on um, Dave. And I think I've, like, met matched with Dave, like, seven or eight times. Like, I would, it was just, like, a little, it's, like, when you're drunk. Just go on Tinder, and if you want to talk to Dave K, you got the opportunity. I, mm-hmm. he probably messaged me like, I'd say eight times, and like every time it'd be the same conversation. It would be, <laughs> hey, how are you? And then I'd be hey, like, how are you? And then would, it would be like watching paint dry. Major, major chills. Yeah. I still have the screenshots from when I matched with both Michael and Dave. Oh, okay. I have Michael's original. This is. I have oh, his Tinder bio. Michael was a new user on Tinder oh. when I matched with him. Okay, wait, wait. I have I have a new user screenshot as well from November 29th, 2019. Mm-hmm. When was yours? Um November 30th, 2019. Wow. Yeah. Chill. Okay, so all the images from his Tinder profile were taken in Disney parks or on a Disney cruise. Yeah. Um, the one of them is with the captain of the Disney um, yep. dream. That's the one I have. Yep, 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 yep. One is with the Stitch statue at Alani. Also, it says, lives <laughs> in Orlando, one mile away. Chills. Um, oh one is God. shirtless. <laughs> Oh my oh, god, you, you can see all the chest hair. One is with the aerial statue. Pretty hot. Okay, so this is his original Tinder bio, and it's changed over the years, but mm-hmm. I'm going to read it out loud because it's really good. I enjoy spending time with my friends and family. I'm a Disney guy. Disney World and Disney Cruises are my favorite. Also, I have to say, the capitalization is all over the place. Uh, (laughs) I have a full-time job and career that I like. I run my own business, which takes a ton of my time, but I really enjoy working for myself and want to make it a full-time thing one day. I am looking for a kind, people-friendly, nice girl. There is a lot to me. Send me a message to find out more. Looking for a relationship. And, yeah, that was, like, back when he first started tinder and then um i don't know how far down the line it was but he added no tattoos yes Uh, at some point i guess he was just getting flooded with um love letters from tattooed women little jezebels if you will yeah tattooed oh my oh my heavens yeah that is far too modern for our old-fashioned michael no hundred thousand percent um oh and here we have a bumble screenshot from december 11 2019 and oh here we go here we go hey i'm michael i'm a disney enthusiast i have a full-time job and career that i like why does he have to say that he like and I run my own business. Notice he he will never admit that he's a vlogger on the dating apps. He, ne- he would ne- he would dodge Patreon. the question every time. He would never admit that he's a vlogger. Um, my family means a lot to me. No tattoos or drugs, please. <laughs> drugs. Well, drugs. You got me there. You you got me there. Damn. Well, that's why that's why we never went anywhere because I'm. That's the only reason. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I 
corresponded with Michael a few different times on Tinder. And I remember I specifically joined Tinder because we had caught wind of the fact that Michael was on Tinder. Well, and yes. so I think it was you, me, and Izzy, like all day we were swiping no, trying to I, find Michael. I were had to swipe for like two hours yeah, to and find I, Michael. And I, I said no to like all these people yeah. that like I probably would have said yes to, but like I had to get to I had to get to the gold. Yeah, like I just wasn't interested in using dating apps then, but now I had a set goal in mind. And yeah. So, um I remember I was getting ready to go to work at Disney Springs and it was nighttime. I had a pretty late shift and um I found him and I was like, oh, please, oh, please. And I swiped it, and it was a match. Oh. And it felt like Chills. the Super Bowl. And you guys were like, oh, you have to message him. And I was like, no, like, I have to leave now. I have to go clock into work. And so during my shift, he messaged me. Oh, my and I'm not going to read all of it because it's really not that interesting. It's just like normal small talk. But he asked how my Thanksgiving was. Oh, my God. Um, so there's this guy. Yeah, so there's this guy. And um, I said that I enjoyed my Thanksgiving because I didn't have to work. And so then he asked me what I did for work. And he said he spent um, Thanksgiving at Garden Grill and asked if I had ever been. Oh, he so wanted to take you He there. wanted to take me. He wanted to wine and dine me at <laughs> oh Garden God. Grill. Oh, my God. you're so lucky. Um, he said he worked in HR teaching and hosting big events. Um, and I asked him about, like, the changes in Disney because I think it was just um, – the parks panel, I want to say. So they announced a lot of stuff mm-hmm. at D23. Um, and I like asked him if he had any holiday plans at some point. And I guess this is the last thing I'll mention. This is the only, oh, wait. And then there's like one other good one. But, Please share everything. So um, I asked him like any fun plans this year, like for the holidays. And he said, um, well, I enjoy the season and have a treat, but celebrate it in a bit of a different way religiously, period. And then the menorah emoji. Like, <gasps> he was trying to soft launch to me that he Jewish. was Jewish. Like, what does he think is going to happen if he comes out and says he's Jewish, that you're going to, like, commit a hate crime or something? I feel like he was <clears throat> hoping that I was Jewish. So he was probably expecting you to be like, oh my gosh, I'm Jewish too. Or like, this side of my family is, but we don't really practice it. Like, any way that you he could have an in. Because I think he wanted it. a Jewish girl. You should have been like, so, oh, my grandma's Jewish. <laughs> yeah, I should have. And then um, I talk about, like, how I have a brother, whatever. And I said, and very random, but I have to know, who is your celebrity crush? <laughs> oh, and the whole, that's the whole reason why you downloaded Tinder and found him so you could ask him that. Yeah, and if you guys don't know, um, we have an obsession with, like, knowing guys' oh, celebrity gonna... crushes because it just, it tells you everything you need to know. Yep. And he said, funny question, I would say Scarlett Johansson. How about you? Oh, that, that tells you so everything yeah and spoiler alert 
Um, for those who don't know, I look absolutely nothing like Scarlett Johansson. So he should have picked someone uglier. <laughs> I'm surprised oh that he wouldn't have chosen like a Jewish girl because he he wants yeah. a Jewish girl, like Natalie Portman or something. That would have like been a perfect. I know. Well, like okay, like for me, when a man chooses such a like such a mainstream attractive woman it's like do you even like girls because like i feel like scarlett johansson is just like such a like well yeah she's like known for being hot you know so of course you would find her attractive but she's in marvel movies so i guess that was just like low hanging i love when like people have like really like obscure or like really specific celebrity crushes yeah, and he was like, oh, man, I don't know. Let me think about it. Like, that should be something you have to think about. No. But I got the answer that I wanted from him. And I think at the time, I told him my celebrity crush was Harry Styles. And then I went into that, like, we were going to see him. At oh, you told before, him? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, but he thought that was really cool. Yeah. But I feel like the... He wasn't, I swear to you, he wasn't as interested when he found out I wasn't Jewish. Aww. Yeah. He was still nice. He has, honestly, he had, like, he had a really tough um, ask. Looking for a woman without tattoos, and I'm assuming he doesn't want anybody who, like, drinks or smokes. He just said no drugs, but, like, yeah. And he wants somebody who's Jewish. But... He clearly eats bacon, so he's not that devoutly Jewish. Interesting. So, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if anyone was, like, interested to hear that, but just some little tidbits, you know, from his dating life it's from me. Really <laughs> fascinating. I have more screenshots, and um, he said that the three things that make a great relationship is honesty, shared goals, and trust. He Googled that. Um, and then his messy movie is The Dark Knight. Oh my god. He looked up like, what do most like straight guys say? It's either that or The Hangover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no one's seen The Dark Knight. Thank you so much for recommending that to me. <laughs> so good. It's so good. I think that's all of the tender content I have from Michael. Honestly, I don't think I have any of my messages from Dave saved. I'm really sad about that. But what can you do? Yeah, what can you do? They weren't anything of note. Yeah. Dave. (laughs) Man. Wow. Oh, I smile so much thinking back on that time. Here's a screenshot from January 11th, 2022. Oh. And on Tinder, it said that he said that he was a consultant at a tech company. Could mean anything. (sighs) It's true. I haven't been on dating apps in a long time, but I'm, I'm sure he's still... Well, Dave doesn't live in Orlando anymore, does he? No, he moved to Texas. Oh. Well, I'm sure he was still here... And by moving to Texas, he probably is still staying in a 
an Airbnb that is just a bedroom that he has to, like, share a bathroom with someone, you know? What? No, I have this random screenshot on my I searched Dave, and I have this random screenshot on my um, phone from my friend's close friend story, and it just says, Dave K. drinks. And it's a bunch of Powerade, but I don't know what that means. It's in their house. Oh. Oh. Yeah, okay, so after... Okay, so it was fall 2019 when we first started tweeting about Dave and Michael. And then after that, like, it, they became a thing on, like, Disney Twitter. But we 1,000% started, like, making them a meme. Absolutely. Because there weren't any young people li- watching his videos before we got involved. And we're not afraid to say it. Oh, okay. Here's Dave's t- uh, Bumble bio from December 11, 2019. <coughs> oh my gosh, sorry. Allergies. I'm new to Florida. I like exercising and staying fit. Jesus. I'm very ambitious and have high expectations for myself. I'm open to friends, fun, making connections, and getting to know the area as well as dating. Tell me about yourself. Follow my YouTube adventures. Oh, and then gives a link. And then he openly says he's Jewish in his profile. Um, and oh, he's a Libra and he wants kids someday. Wow. Oh my God, he's like Jimin. He's a. <laughs> There's a. I have screenshots of things that I can't. We. Okay, we're. Just know we are really holding back a lot of information right now. And it's really hard. Um, People in message board will be like, they're just lying about it. Yeah, you could say that, but we're not. Um, And, yeah, we've said everything that we can say without probably getting sued, so. Yeah. No, it's true. Oh, this is so fun. I'm smiling. me too. I hope you guys all really enjoyed that. We're at an hour and 14 minutes, so I feel like... I think we're just gonna have to make it a multi. Um, I know, and I'm having so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a great stopping point because we've dived into the personal life section of the Wikipedia page, if you will, and then we get to really get into like the we've done the rise, and now we're at the plateau, and now we get to the fall. Um, so I think we're at a perfect stopping point. Yeah, I think so too. And then like the start of COVID will be next week too. So that'll be so much fun. So much fun. The last thing I want to touch on is a historic date, November 2nd, 2019 is when we were first mentioned on the message boards. Oh, Um, was it? Yes. Somebody so kindly went on there to say that there was this girl named Katie <laughs> who's really a Disney cast member and really active and talks about um, Michael K on her Twitter account. And I think we need to set them up. And then somebody replies and is like, oh, you're her. Just wanted to get set up. Yeah, oh and I, that, do you know how humiliating that was for me to read? That people think that I am so desperate that I would go on a message board to try to get set up with Michael K. That was a huge blow to my ego. And then, the, the, but the person so kindly responded and said, No, I'm not her. I just really want to get him laid. Thank you to whoever that user was. <laughs> I appreciate it, but I'm actually not interested um, in 
And I, I think that ship has also sailed. And I don't think Michael K is interested in me. So he ha- he shot his shot, mm-hmm. and but then re- retracted his shot. And I guess we'll never know why. But maybe it's just because I'm not Jewish. I don't know. I'll tell myself that to hurt my... So it won't hurt my self-esteem too much. No, he, since you didn't, like, DM him, he was like, all women are the same. Oh, my God. (laughs) She's such a flirt. Like, what do you call a girl who, like, a bitch, I guess? Like, somebody who flirts with, like, no intention of... A prude? Uh, Yeah. Well, guess what? This podcast is called Not To Be A Bitch, but... Yeah, I've never said I wasn't a bitch. (laughs) Got him. <laughs> I was just a young girl, you know. I was an innocent young girl, just and Michael was an older man. Finding your way through the world, exactly. Yeah, Michael was too bad, too much of a bad boy for me. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, angel on one shoulder, devil on the other. Speaking of devil, we didn't talk about. I guess we can talk about it in the next. Um, the the famous some of the famous episodes that occurred in this time. Oh yeah, I feel like that will coincide with a okay. fall, if you will. Perfect. Okay, we'll talk. Yeah. We'll we'll save that for next episode. So, lots to look forward to. Please stay tuned. Yeah, and you know, shout out to all of you people on the tattle boards who maybe don't want to admit you really enjoyed this podcast yes. we still love you and listen all you man. town people like i swear that message board has gotten me through some of my darkest days and i mean that from the bottom of my heart <laughs> i crack the fuck up reading it and yeah. so i appreciate all of you more than you'll ever know they, it's true they say what we're all thinking and yeah. it's beautiful yeah i yeah i want to thank everybody for keeping an open mind and listening to this podcast i know that Probably you aren't our target demographic, and that's okay. Thank you for keeping an open mind. Uh, sorry, our voices are just so grating. But okay, we don't we don't even have a hint of vocal fry. So. I I always like every time our podcast makes it on like Reddit or a forum or something, they always say our vocal fry. But like we do, we just talk like young women. This isn't vocal fry. Like, learn the difference. I'll give you... This, this is me speaking normally with no vocal fry. It, I don't know if I can even do it, but, like, this is, like, a vocal fry. Literally. And Literally. you can hear the gravel, yeah. if you will. Literally. And Literally. Yeah. Michael literally wants me so bad. <laughs> like, um, I'm sorry that I have fun and exciting voice do you want me to talk in a monotone next time yeah like we are the the way that you speak in your diction is a product of the environment that you're in and so we've just you know adapted but we're we're smart girls yes i'll say it me and brooke are both highly educated and also for my whole life my whole career People always assume I'm stupid because of the way I speak, but that is honestly my superpower, and I will. Ne- I'm never going to change um, the way I speak because uh, it might not be for everybody, but it is for a certain person. And I think that a lot of people find uh, the way I speak very comforting and reassuring. Um, and if that's not you, that's fine. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because it's like if you're not in the target audience, you won't get it. But like the girls who get it, get it. And the girls who don't, don't. No, it's true. We can't help it. Yeah. It's who we are. <laughs> I, I, I personally really enjoy people thinking I'm stupid so that when I they actually find out that I'm far from it, they're like shocked. But like I enjoy that. I like being underestimated. It's better than being overestimated than disappointing people. 100,000%. You always, it's so much better to have something in your back pocket to be a little mysterious, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Yeah. You'll and they're a lot better. It, people are very scared of me because of that. Um, like, always, that's like the feedback I get a lot. I get. Like, in work and stuff, I get that, like, people are scared of me and that I have bad, like, I have an attitude problem. And I'm okay with both of those things. I think, I see that as a positive. No, it's true. <clears throat> you keep it real, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I like to keep it real. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Um, I guess now we'll get into our not-to-be-a-bitch butts. And so all the title people, you can stop listening now if you want. Yeah. Because some people didn't like the Ash Wednesday thing, but I stand by every single thing I said. Mm-hmm. And I'm not afraid to we've say it. Over, we've been doing this podcast for four years now. We've been subject to much worse criticism than that. So No, it's true. Um. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, my allergies are so bad. I feel like I'm sounding like a smoker. No, I've been feeling funky today, too. When I woke up, my throat felt a little scratchy, like I was getting sick. Mm-hmm. And But I think it is just the pollen in the air, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, I have two different not to be spots I could do. But I'm feeling doing a Michael K. themed one. Okay. <clears throat> Not to be a bitch, but if you are a DVC member with excess points, why are you giving them to Disney vloggers? There are people out there that are dying. There are people out there who are suffering so badly in life. There's people that you probably know in your real life who could probably really use a vacation. Why are you donating them to people who... Don't deserve them at all. I I just don't I just don't understand what would possess somebody to donate their DVC points to Michael and Dave. Like they're not they're not gonna be grateful. Number one. Number two, they don't deserve it. What have they done in life to deserve a free vacation other than make shitty quality videos? I I I just I just cannot fathom being like like being well off enough where I have like all these extra vacation points of lying around that I'm not going to use and then instead of donating them to a sister a brother a friend a cousin I'm going to donate them to some random person that I don't know who can like and you know gifting being generous is beautiful you shouldn't expect for anything in return but like the only thing you're going to get in return is one line in a video saying thank you to the blank family but like i feel like now they don't even do that yeah no it's true <clears throat> so yeah i don't know what the point I is think, of that i think in like their minds it's like quote like supporting the arts but oh, <laughs> truly michael k does not contribute to society in the slightest 
there are so many other people out there that you could give those points to that would either deserve them or appreciate just appreciate them more. Like he doesn't even appreciate them. Um, he just complains about like the food quality at the quick service restaurant, you know? Yeah. Okay, can I do another not to be a bitch but? Yeah. Not to be a bitch, but Michael K, when he describes food, is the most infuriating thing. And it ignites something so deep within me that I get so, so, so angry. Like, you should have just sat there and ate your food. Just give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. I don't need you to say that the bread tastes like bread. Like, what are... And, oh my god, he always is, like, speaking to... It's like he's personally speaking to the chef and it... It's like giving his expertise, but he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know anything about food. He doesn't have the vocabulary to describe what he's eating. And personally, if I was making content where I had to describe food, I would look up chef vocabulary or cuisine vocabulary so I could best use the words to describe the food. Like, what do you mean that the oatmeal has an oat taste to it? Like, well, yes. Like, oh, I can't. Why has he never just, like, sat down and read, like, two culinary articles so you can find out how to better describe food? Michael, if you're listening to this, yikes. Number one. But number two, you should go on TikTok and watch, uh, I believe her username is Clarissa Eats. Everybody commends her for her food content and the way she describes food. Oh, I love her videos. The cruise ship girl. I love her comfort channel i love her orlando she's from orlando love her i can't wait for her to come back to orlando and make orlando content i'm really excited oh yeah she's getting off that cruise ship soon we should invite her to the we should invite her to the clubhouse we should go to the port and like i love her she's so cute she's the opposite of michael but no, she's nice true. and cute and is really good at what she does. Talented, yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, you should watch her videos so you can learn how to better describe food. Because when she describes food, I get so excited and happy and I want to eat it. And, like, he does, he repulses me when he describes his food. And, oh, my God, I watched the latest video yesterday where he went to the Tiger Woods putt-putt thing. And he ate a club sandwich. And he's like fingering the club sandwich when he's describing it. And it made me me so, why are you fingering the sandwich? It made me so uncomfortable. Um, I watched that too. And um, as they're golfing, I can see that there's two women ahead of them. And one of them kind of looks like Dr. Princess. So I was trying to search the guy to see what his wife looks like. To see if, Mm. if he has a wife and if the other woman... There was her, but I couldn't figure it out. Oh, I love seeing him interact with other people his own age. It's so fascinating. Yeah, very interesting. But um, I'll make my Michael related as well. Um, not to be a bitch, but Michael, you, I mean, this is nothing new, but he's got to show his face in vlogs again because if I have to watch another food review where instead of showing his face where he's talking about it, he shows me a dirty, empty plate with napkins and shit crumpled up in it. That's the shot on the screen you're going to show me when you're talking about the food. That was, like, that was the final straw. That was the final straw for me and my whole family. We were very upset when we saw that. What is going on? 
It's repulsive. Yeah. He's, his content makes my skin crawl. Oh, my God. And I hate the way he was talking to that other guy. It, like, really triggered my fight or flight. Like, I just felt like I was about to, like, be disrespected as yeah. a woman. And he has a beard now. Did you see that full beard? He's a man. Oh, I thought you went Dr. Princess. <laughs> back in time i really miss when michael was unaware how much him and dave looked like a gay couple that was like really special to me i know like every single day matching shirt really good queer representation (laughs) you know it's nice to see like men be comfortable in their sexuality um yeah one time um our friend ricky commented on Michael's Instagram live and said simply that Figman is gay because <laughs> he, he is. is. And How Michael promptly kicked Ricky out of Blocked. Instagram live. Blocked him. Can you fucking believe that? No. This is innocent pro LGBT comment. And Michael kicked him out. No, that was really messed up. That was really homophobic, too, because, like, there is nothing wrong with saying that Figment is gay. And there's nothing wrong with any of us assuming that Michael was at yeah, some point. he's definitely the type of person who thinks that being gay is not family-friendly. Uh, and, like, there are so many problems with that. Like, mm. le- like if we wanted to unpack that, that's very... Just, like, just existing as, like, he thinks just, like, gays... He's like the guy at Universal. He thinks that gays being present at something is wrong. No, it's And true. it's like, if you live in Orlando, how do you live in Orlando and think that? Yeah, like, I mean, and going to Disney of all places yeah, all the time. In this zip code, like, gay men outnumber straight men. I don't know that, I don't think that's measured, but, like, I know it to be true. No. It has to be. It's true. I would bet you in this neighborhood that's the case. Well, too. yes. Michael really, Michael really, really fumbled the bag with you. Mm-hmm. He really did. He could be living in Golden Oak right now. Or at least if he was still pretending to be nice and putting out, um, <clears throat> if he was still putting in a lot of effort into his content. My parents would 100% invite him over, you know? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? But I would pay money. Okay, well, maybe I do understand the DVC members now. Because I would pay money to watch Michael, like, interact with everybody at the clubhouse. And, like, if a celebrity came in, quote, air quotes, celebrity came in while we were eating. Oh. Oh, he would cream his jeans to the Golden Oak Burger. Mm-mm-mm. He would. <laughs> it's really good. No, I know for... I've eaten it. Have, you haven't eaten it, right? Because no. Do they have a gluten-free bun? Yeah, I'm sure they do. I just haven't <sighs> Wait, had it. We need, to, we need to go sometime. I know, I miss it a lot. Um, anyway, anyway, besides the point... Oh, I know. Like, it was good. It was better than the bison burger. Oh. Dare I say it? Oh, bison burger on tattle. Cover your ears. 
<laughs> Anyways, wow, another really great episode. I am smiling from ear to ear. I have I'm having so much fun doing this. Yeah, I feel so great about it. And I really hope that you guys enjoy it. And don't be afraid. We did. Don't be afraid to hit that subscribe button and give us a five-star review. Yeah. Yeah. I think not too much to ask. Oh, yeah, you guys <laughs> actually have to give us a five-star review because the um what's it called? The what's what's his what's his new name called? Journey Together. The Journey Together Apple Podcast page has 39 reviews already, but most of them are one stars. So we we have a much higher review than that, but you guys need to um, leave a review so that we can outdo him. Please, please, please. Our Thank enemy. you. Yeah. <laughs> My dear neighbor. Yeah. No. True. <clears throat> um. That's crazy. Your enemy's right under your nose like that. No, it's true. It's like in the Bible when. <laughs> When um, David goes and saw, cuts off. Oh wait, I'm getting my characters. Saul's. I think it was. I think it was David Carlsberg goes and cuts off Saul's robe, and then he when he squares up with him, David's like, "Look what I have!" And it's his robe. And then he's like, "I could have killed you, but I didn't." That's literally. I'm David and Michael Saul. That was a biblical reference to show that I do know what I'm talking about when I talk about Ash Wednesday. Thank you. Oh my, I don't, but... <laughs> I actually don't. I said I didn't. So, anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Can't wait to be back at it next week. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> Hope you all have a great week. Can't wait to see what everyone has to say. <laughs> I know. And also, I know I made salty comments about the title life, but, like, truly... You guys mean the world to me, and I loved reading every single comment. Keep them coming. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much (laughs) for listening. And until next time, stay Stay gorgeous. gorgeous.